0: Good afternoon, this is Michael Osterlink, and I'm talking to Gordy Young. He is the civilian co chair of the True Patriot Love Foundation. How you doing, Gordy?
1: I'm great, Michael. Nice to speak with you.
0: It's uh, great to have you back. Uh, this time you're heading down south. You're, you're a Canadian and you're heading to the Antarctic. Uh, an exciting expedition is coming up here in a couple of weeks. We are now in December 2015. But before we talk about your expedition down south, tell us a little bit about yourself and the True Patriot Love Foundation.
1: Sure. So, um, well, I I, I won't speak too much about myself, but I'm, uh, you know, listeners, out, I'm a a, a uh, middle-aged, mid-40s kind of guy who uh, about three years ago now came across uh, the Seal Fit and the Unbeatable Mind program, and uh, it uh, it changed my life. There is no question about that. Michael, you and I know each other from, uh, I've gone through the Unbeatable Mind program, and I also was out in San Diego and did uh, Kokoro Camp. And uh, one of the things that uh, that 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 changed in me, having having that experience, was a recognition that uh, you know it's all well and good to to work hard in my career and, and be a good person and try to be a good father and 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 raise my kids the right way. But what was missing in my life was some service to my community, service to the to a greater good. And so when I came back from San Diego, one of the things that I had on my to-do list was to try to search out a cause or or a mission where I could really kind of um, uh, make a contribution. And what I what I came across was a charity called the Two Patriot Love Foundation. Uh, it's a it's a it's a charity that raises money and awareness around the situation of Canadian. Uh, servicemen and uh, service men and women as they try to transition out of the military and back into civilian life particularly for those who are dealing with either some kind of physical or mental wound from, from their service and it was something that resonated with me and I, and I, and I got quite involved there and uh, about a year and a half ago I participated in the first expedition, uh, it was actually the second expedition for TPL the first time that I participated where I skied to the magnetic north pole with a group of uh, civilians and wounded Canadian soldiers, and it was such a, a moving, uh, moving experience. And, and, and Seal Fit was a was a proud sponsor then, and we talked about that at the time. Um, it was such an incredible experience for me that uh, when they approached me again about a year later on taking a leadership role in the next expedition. Uh, it was impossible for me to say no. Um, so as you mentioned, uh, we're off, and I say we, this is a team of uh, 18 civilians, uh, nine Canadian uh, soldiers, and, uh, and a support team of a doctor and some guides. We're off on January 5th. We leave uh, for the Antarctic, and our mission's time is to climb the highest mountain on the continent of Antarctica. Uh, it's called Mount Vincent. It's about 16,500 feet. So that's where uh, I will be spending my uh, month of January is and I'm I'm going south for for, for the winter. Get away. from.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A little further south than most think of when they think of going south for the winter. That's Uh, right. What what an amazing adventure you have coming up. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about how you all got together as a team, what you've done so far to train for this? And where people can learn more about what you're up to and, and how to f- support your all's efforts. Um, so one
1: of the uh, one of the responsibilities that I was tasked with um, as a, a civilian uh, co-chair was uh, it was my responsibility for to go out and uh, recruit the civilian team, and uh, so uh, through through personal network. And, and I work. You know, there's another co-chair named Tim Hodgson. who's very instrumental as well. He has a great network. Uh, we just basically went out and pounded the pavement and tried to find enough uh, either hardy souls or food who who wanted to participate. Um, but the important thing was, uh, and the way that I framed it, and it, and I think that it's important is this: is adventure vacation. Uh, anyone can spend the money and go on a fancy adventure vacation whenever they want. This is a real unique opportunity to work side by side um, with uh, the, the Canadian, Canadian Forces veterans. And for someone like myself who does not have uh, any military experience or real ties, like I said the first time, it was a real eye opener around the quality and the character of the people who are willing to make that kind of ultimate service and sacrifice for their country. Um, but the idea is I wanted civilians who were would come along and really be willing to kind of engage and try to understand um, what these people have gone through, more importantly, uh, what they still have uh, able and willing to to commit um, to, to our country going forward, even as they transition out into the civilian world. Um, one of the things that I've come to realize through my experience with TPL and, and meeting a lot of these soldiers is the military is an unbelievable, Training ground, qualities that uh, civilian workforces are looking for, uh, the ability to to make decisions under imp- information, uh, calmness under pressure, ability to lead and inspire. These are exactly the qualities that you hear you know, CEOs and, and senior managers m- lament that they don't get enough, um, good quality people like that. So the idea of putting the civilians, pairing them with the soldiers is to almost uh, show these kind of leaders. Of the in in civilian companies that 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 they need to be telling their HR department stop just recruiting from the 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 universities. Let's make sure that we're getting some military resumes crossing our desks as well because there's some really talented and motivated people that uh, that we need to take a look at. So um, so again, that was the 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 kind of civilian team that I wanted to that I wanted to build out. really the, the the expedition um just has as three purposes. uh the first is what i touched upon is is, is really trying to introduce uh, a lot of uh some of the c- civilian leaders people who have influence whether it's in different industry um to understand the qualities of the of the people that are coming out of the military and even though they might be physically wounded or even dealing with mental afflictions there's just some real, really good raw materials there that can be useful and that we need to be engaging these people uh back into society um the second one is uh, is an overall thing obviously we're trying to raise awareness around the cause we're trying to raise raise funds um it's a big it's a big fundraiser for the charity but the third one is is for the soldiers in specific the soldiers who participate and i've witnessed this on the first expedition i went on and i'm starting to see this already going through the second one is is um the way I put it is this: volunteer to serve in the armed forces. They tend to be somebody who's who's fairly physical, who tends to define themselves by what they're able to do with their body, or or like kind of rigorous activity. And a lot of times, when these people are injured, um, they 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 lose their um, they lose their self uh, determination, or they they are they, they, unable to maybe do the things they used to be able to do um, with their with their bodies from a physical perspective. They lose a lot of their confidence. And the idea around these expeditions is to take people and put them into these kind of stressful mental and physical situations and get them to realize that they're still capable of accomplishing a lot and to get their confidence back and get their mojo back, so it's not only from a physical perspective, but in all other facets of their lives. And so, and the, and the other particular thing with soldiers that I found is, is if one of them has an epiphany or has a great experience, they're going to go back and share it with their unit, share it with their network, because they're very much all, all about, um, you know, service for others and all about helping the person beside them. So if they've kind of felt like they've made some strides and kind of from a healing perspective or got to a new place, the first thing that they're going to do is look for their comrade to the left or right and want to try to pick them up and pull them along. So there's that scalability factor that I find that makes this expedition, uh, you know, useful in terms of really helping the veteran community. That's, that's fantastic, um, and God bless
0: you all for doing this work, and uh, th- thank God for the Canadian military. Um, tell us a little about how you trained up and how some of the other guys might have trained up for this expedition.
1: Yeah, sure. So it's, uh, well, I, I, I live in Toronto, and, and uh, it's pretty difficult to get any elevation change in Toronto, so that's been a bit of a struggle. Um, but uh, to be honest, it's been a long um, a lot of putting 80 pounds of rocks and sand and stuff in a backpack and getting up at 2:30 in the morning before work and uh, just going around in the in, in up and down a whatever hill I can find for three hours before I go to work. So uh, all my colleagues think I'm pretty crazy because by the time uh, they have been up for, but uh, so it's been a lot of that. It's just kind of getting used to um, you know weight on your shoulders, getting all those muscles within your legs um, um be able to fire balance yourself when you've got that load on um, it's a lot of uh, a lot of core work stuff like that i mean obviously i've been you know the, i think the seal fit program is, is fantastic for that for building that kind of all-around functional strength so i've been doing a lot of that um, we've been the other the other that this expedition introduces is uh, some of the technical aspects of climbing uh, I'm not a mountain climber per se the uh, best I've ever been and I said did 51st floor of the building that I work in downtown count as uh, as elevation um, so work with an ice axe and crampons and know how to use an ascender and a descender because there is some fixed line work uh, that that was all new for myself and For most of the other civilians, what we've done is we've organized over the course of the past six months about four or five group sessions where we've just gone to uh, a park that had a decent hill and uh, we strung up some lines on the trees and uh, just created our own ascending and descending course so you could kind of work through the tacticals. And the interesting thing, obviously, is uh, not only do you have to be able to have the, the dexterity to clip on and clip out of these lines, you gotta be able to do it with like three big bulky gloves on because where we're going it's going to be minus 40 without the wind chill so it's uh it's not like you can get down to your bare fingers to kind of clip in and clip out of a lawn that's been one of the harder things uh, to train for is just kind of learning those technical skills because when we get to altitude um which is the obviously the wild card how does your body respond to altitude no one seems to really understand how that works is you know you're not going to be thinking clearly you're going to be tired and you still got to have that concentrated mental mental toughness or that mental focus um, to be able to to do the right thing in terms of clipping in and clipping out because not only does your own safety depend on it, but you're you're roped together in a rope team, so the the safety of the of your teammates depend upon it as well. So, from a physical perspective, that that's I think has been the 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 really. Interesting, and and then obviously um, from the from the mental perspective, at uh, anyone who's who's climbed a mountain will will know this. But one of the things that's interesting is you just mountain. It's like you go up one day from from camp one to camp two, drop off some of your stuff, come back down, sit around for a day, acclimatize, go up to camp two. So the point is, there's going to be a lot of downtime, a lot of resting, but it's resting in not very comfortable conditions as i said you're basically lying in your sleeping bag in your tent listening to the wind howl at minus 40 so that's where the ability to kind of have the mindfulness or the or the tough this really kick and um you know you and, and 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 commander divine were obviously very generous and you donated uh, unbeatable mind memberships for everyone going on the expedition which is fantastic and i think that that's almost going to be on this expedition the most important part is the ability to have that to Deal with that silence. To deal with that downtime, and to not get uh, to not get frustrated, to, and to not kind of like you know lose lose your shit, so to speak. Apologies like the language. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Um, can you tell us the, the, um, the dates? Um,
0: where you're when you're heading out? When you expect to be heading home?
1: Yeah. So uh, and I, I'll, I'll drop a website in case people are interested and even want to read more about the team the expedition or even follow along because there will be daily blogs it's uh, Um but uh, yeah so we leave uh, we leave January 5th. And we fly down to the southern tip of Chile. It's going to take us about 17 hours of flying time to get to the to a get to a city called Puntas Arenas. We spend two days there, just kind of getting over the jet lag. Uh, the guides don't want us to to move on to the ice until we've really kind of got a good night's sleep and got settled, and et cetera, et cetera. And then, uh, weather permitting, uh, we get into the back of a um, a Russian. Um, so one of these ones that, like, opens up from the back where you walk on or drive the tank into the back. We're going to be flying on one of those, Russia, from uh, Chile over to Antarctica. Uh, it's Amazingly, that's a five-hour flight. That's going to take us five hours to fly across that southern ocean and land in the uh, permanent... There's a permanent uh, um, airfield maintained by a company called ALE. They have the monopoly on the logistics of getting on and off the the continent of Antarctica. And then we'll probably be on the continent for just over two weeks. Uh, as I said, uh, climbing a mountain takes a lot of time. There's a lot of, like, going up, dropping stuff off, coming around for a day, moving up, reacclimatizing to that new altitude, moving on up again. And, you know, for, again, for people out there listening who have 16,500 16,500 feet. It's not super high, but recognizing that the air is a bit thinner at the poles just because of the the, the nature of the Earth not being a perfect sphere. So what I've heard is that sixteen and a half thousand is actually more equivalent to about nineteen thousand feet. So it it, it you know it, we we will be uh, we will, will be experiencing some uh, s- some altitude uh, effects for sure um, by the time we get up there for our summit day. So, and then uh, the whole trip is uh, hopefully you know weather permitting, we should be back home. Uh, About January twenty seventh, so it's uh, just over three weeks that we're gone.
0: Wow! And Gordy, can you give us the website one more time?
1: It's uh, www.tplexpedition.com.
0: Great. Well, I want to wish you much luck and much success, and uh, would love to have you back on when you're home and recovered and ready to talk about your experience. If that'd be great, if that'd be good for you.
1: Yeah, I would I would, uh, would, love to do that. It would be a great honor to, uh, again, I really appreciate the, the support that uh, you and Coast Devine and the entire SealFit community has uh, has given a few years and also uh, given this expedition and the charity, and uh, I'd be very happy to speak with you again on this.
0: Excellent. Well, I uh, look forward to hearing all about it. Uh, be careful, and uh, I'll see you on the other side. Sounds good. Take care, buddy. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.